Hello, industrial marketing friends. From Gorilla76, the industrial marketing agency, this is the Manufacturing Marketer Podcast, a show dedicated to all the small marketing teams working at companies that make stuff. We're your hosts, Brendan and Aaron. A lot of industrial marketers are working on very small teams with limited resources. Developing a paid part-time intern program is a great way to increase your capacity as a marketing department. With the right guidance, a bright, eager-to-learn college student can make a big impact. We know because we had a big impact with our intern program at Gorilla and have seen a success. Today, we're lucky to have our intern extraordinaire, Andrew Hill, joining us today. Andrew, do you want to introduce yourself quick? Yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Andrew. I am currently a senior in college, so I'm finishing up soon. Um, I've been with Gorilla since the early summer, so about half a year now. Uh, will be a full long, uh, a year-long internship, which would be really nice. Um, I study neuroscience in school. Um, I was on the pre-med track um, up until about a year and a half ago, uh, where I did some shadowing with doctors. I did research. Neither one was for me, and now I'm in a marketing internship. That's a good time to learn that it wasn't for you. Yeah, definitely. It could have been later with a lot of medical school debt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, uh, I'll, I'll say you know I, I think we'll talk about maybe hiring. No, I don't think we have that in here. I'll just say like right off the top, uh, that was one thing. You know, as we were going through hiring for this position, I was really interested in your background in neuroscience and your pre med background because I thought you just brought a really interesting. Um, you know, skill set to the department that we didn't have. Like we didn't have anybody that was like neuroscience and, you know, with just how impactful brain psychology and brain sciences and marketing, I thought it was a really interesting thing to bring into the department. And, you know, I think it also spoke to like your level of dedication and your work ethic. Um, yeah. So those are some of the reasons why we we brought you on. Have you, have you felt like your background of pre-med has helped you transition into marketing? Um, Just from... I guess a work in organizational level, like the classes I took um, were uh, very hard classes just in the beginning. So that kind of uh, kicked my butt right away, kind of got me into gear for school. Uh, but then going into marketing specifically, um, I've taken a lot of psychology classes. And I think just the basis, like the reason why I got into neuroscience and even like psychology, biology, all that together was um, I was just interested in like why people do what they do mm -hmm. um, and marketing. Like you try to take advantage of that to get in front of people and show them your message. Um, so I guess to get into the business world, like from like a STEM background, like I felt like marketing was just a good kind of transition into it. And I've been liking it so far. Well, and you see that a lot in industrial marketing too. A lot of people have an engineering background and then they transition into marketing later on in their careers. Um, so I think you're not alone in that, Andrew. Um, one thing that is really important, I think, in the beginning, back when you first started, was setting expectations and understanding what both parties are looking for, right? Because as the employer needs to be a bit of a capacity relief, you want that intern to provide value, but you also want to create a valuable experience for your intern. So, Andrew, as a student, like what types of things were you hoping to gain from a marketing internship? Um, just at the very beginning, um, I, I just remember like, OK, I found out like I, early enough, but I still think kind of late that, you know, I didn't want to be a doctor. And that was only through experience. Like there was only so much you can get from like hearing from other people. So 
the very beginning, like marketing sounded good on paper, but until I experienced it, I just had no idea what it would be like. Um, but kind of after settling into the internship and like what I wanted to get out of it um, was really just experience of how one, how a company works just in general, because I had no background in business like period. Um, so just seeing how a company works and then just getting the marketing skills to like get myself like kind of on my feet for when, you know, the internship ends or when I graduate and just getting the basic skills in order to make myself marketable, basically. Nice. I think that's a really important thing for anybody looking to get into marketing. I have an undergrad in marketing. I have a master's in marketing. And I'll, I'll just say, like, I don't know how valuable those two educational programs were for me moving into marketing. Like, you don't really learn any tactics. It's really high level stuff that you learn in terms of like, you know, the four P's and all that kind of stuff you learn uh, in marketing. It just wasn't super applicable, to, like getting on the ground and and just executing marketing strategies. So uh, for anybody out there that's looking to get into marketing, I think an internship either in-house or at an agency is a really valuable way to gain that initial experience and like figure out like, what do you actually need to do to learn marketing? Uh, I had a, a marketing research internship at an in-house manufacturing company. Then Aaron, you also interned here at Gorilla, right? I did. Yeah. All, all three of us had some sort of internship in, in marketing. So Aaron, like what, what were you looking to get out of your internship? Well, like you, I also studied marketing uh, in college, but I had never experienced the industrial world. So I had the same experience where you learn all these like high level, like um, thing, like philosophies, I guess, in college. But then I didn't learn any tactics. I'd never been in Google ads. I'd never been in yeah. LinkedIn ads or anything like that until I did my internship. That's also what exposed me to the industrial world because all your case studies in college are about like Pepsi or Amazon, you know, like these big B2C companies. Um, and it was just this whole other world of marketing strategy uh, that you don't really get until you experience it. Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, John Deere case studies or, you know, like packaging case studies happening in, in college. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Brendan, since you run our intern program, what were you hoping to get out of it on your side as like, you know, the employer, the manager? Yeah. Um yeah, I think there's a couple of business cases, right? So the first thing, you know, especially over the summertime, we were experiencing pretty high capacity strains on the strategy performance marketing teams. Um, and are we we were anticipating that to happen over the summertime with new clients coming on. So the first thing was, is there a way for us to increase um our capacity to relieve the team? Um, at a cost-effective number, right? Like we just didn't have the budget to bring on a full-time person, um, but we did have the budget to bring on an intern. So that was the first thing was just like an immediate near-term capacity relief. Then the second thing was just trying to build up a bench of future strategists, right? Like I think we'd, we'd seen uh, success here at Gorilla with the internship program from years past, right? Like think about people like Sultana and Grace and Aaron yourself, you know, all three of you were interns here and have moved into being very successful on the full-time side. So looking for ways to bring on, you know, newer, uh, less experienced talent into the strategy department was something we were looking to. So, you know, to kind of fill up our bench when we're looking at hiring somebody in the middle of 24, like it'd be nice to have an intern that got an interview with us for a whole year. Uh, I think so. Those were, were two of the main things. And then, you know, we have a certain philosophy on marketing here at Gorilla. And so having the ability to like kind of just 
try to propagate that, right? Like, cause Aaron, like we knew, like we had the case study with you were the intern here, then you went and worked in-house at a manufacturing company. Um, and so like, we got to kind of like, yeah, put our seeds out into the wind um, with our marketing philosophy. So, you know, and like, we, we haven't figured out what's happened with Andrew yet in 2024, but either, you know, maybe working here at Gorilla or at least in-house and marketing somewhere, but he can take the Gorilla philosophy and just increase the level of marketing for manufacturing companies. Um, you know, that's kind of like our big philosophical goal, but like near term, yeah, it was capacity relief. And then it was building the bench for future strategists or performance marketers. Yeah. So I think a lot of people have a like a preconceived notion about interns that they're there for, you know, optics or they're doing like menial tasks and things. It's hard to do um, coffee runs remote. It is. Andrew puts a lot of miles on his car. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but I am curious, like, what are some of the actual, like, real use cases we've seen, um, you know, Andrew providing capacity relief uh, once he's kind of been skilled up uh, and been here for a couple of months. So, Andrew, what kinds of projects are you asked to help with? Yeah, Um before I answer that question, I, I do need to get in my soapbox uh, just for a minute or two because I had a lot of friends on their internships um, over the summer and we talked a lot. And, you know, they were doing those like menial things like you were talking about, like that didn't tie into any really business goals, department goals. Like it was kind of just busy work. And kind of like Brendan was saying earlier, like I feel like internships, uh, a big reason for them is to build that kind of talent that you can bring into your company full time. Um, so there is some sort of like recruitment aspect of it. And I feel like companies just aren't selling themselves if they're not giving the interns, you know, the chance to see what work is actually being done. Um, so end of rant. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, before you jump into that, like, I totally yeah. see the internship program at Gorilla as a, a strategic asset for us on the employee side. Um, like, yeah, we get a long term look at you as a candidate to work here at Gorilla. We get to train you from scratch, right? Like you had no marketing, like none, like no marketing classes. I don't think you didn't have any marketing classes, right? So it was all pre-med and like all like the general type stuff. But like, so you came in clean slate with marketing. And so it was just like a great opportunity for us to, to train you, right? Like not like we didn't have to like remove any training and uh, you, you came in like very highly qualified too, just like really like wanted to like, take initiative and work hard. I think that's what, you know, internship programs are nice, but you have to hire the right people too, right? It's not like, so maybe, you know, you hire the wrong person, then that person can only do the menial tasks because they can't do any of the higher level thinking. So you've been able to do that. Uh, so it's been a strategic thing for us at Gorilla to relieve capacity and and really like work you as a real marketer. Um, so it's been, a, it's been a really good thing for us uh, on the strategic side of things. So yeah, Andrew, so what, what projects have you've been handed and which ones have you really like latched on that you were really enjoying? Um, I would say right now it's definitely the ad launches, like getting into LinkedIn, getting into Facebook, seeing how those platforms work kind of from the ad manager um, perspective, um, seeing like, you know, Patrick and Kevin doing all the training sessions with them, um, our performance marketers, you know, going through um, the different uh, numbers that they're looking at, um, like, engagement rate, like going on Google um, or Google Analytics um, and Google Ads um, and uh, Patrick's building Data Studio, which um, I'll hopefully get into uh, in a bit too. Um, and it's just 
been really cool to see kind of what's driving the results that we're getting. Um, so that's been a really cool project. Um, just starting out, like, you know, talking about the um, relieving capacity for the strategy team in the beginning. Um, it was a really cool opportunity for me to kind of dip my toes in the water with like each like little aspect of what the strategy team does. Um, so uh, let's see, like, you know, writing some copy, um, working on some landing pages, uh, like with air and like transferring stuff to landing pages. Um, I can't think of other stuff off the top of my head right now, but I, I've been able to kind of experience each little part um, of what the strategy team does, which has been really cool. Another thing on the strategy side is, you know, the manufacturer marketer and uh, industrial marketing alive are extra things that are uh, responsibilities of the strategy department, right? Like we have our own client set. So everything we do outside of that is a drain on our capacity. So like Andrew's been able to come in and really jump into helping us execute on our events and helping us do marketing for Gorilla um, and, you know, help us running our media properties. So that's been also really important to help just letting us have some extra time to think about our client work. Um, we, we love these programs, but like we, we make our money on, on helping clients execute marketing programs. So having Andrew come in and help us relieve capacity on, on these marketing things has been extremely helpful. So, um, it's been nice because he kind of been able to plug you in, in kind of different tasks to see which ones work best for you and which ones have the most impact on, on the work we're doing here. So, you know, as you know, other employers out there, like what are the things that take a lot of time? Um, that are still important to you. You know, it's not the menial stuff, right? It's not vacuuming. It's what are these really important things like in terms of audience research and um, copywriting and design and campaigns? Like what are some of the things that you can spend some time training somebody on and getting into their workflows early so that actually can have an impact on you and you could actually make your program strategic? Um, yeah. So that's that. It's been it's been cool having you, Andrew, to to be able to do some of that with you. Um, and I know like it, you've been a big help to Patrick and Kevin just in terms of time relief on setting ads. You know, and putting ads is really really important, but it's also a little time consuming, right? So you're able to like free up time for them to do more analytic thinking on how are these campaigns performing. So um, yeah, it's just it's like you kind of take care of the time consuming important things to free up some of the things you would like to do if you had more time. So like, what can you, what would you do as a director of marketing if you had five extra hours a week that you don't have to think about some of this other stuff and you can think about your marketing program that way. So think about it that like that way, like. So Brendan, obviously the work we do now at Gorilla is really different from the type of work we did when we were in-house at yeah. an industrial company. If you had an Andrew back then in those days, what types of things do you think you'd be handing him that maybe you're not doing anymore at an agency? Mm, yeah, I could definitely see having someone inside the CRM making sure data is clean. Um, like kind of is on the media side, but that's like a super important thing. And a, a lot of the CRMs that we go into, like it's just it's a little messy. And so I think having someone there to help you clean data would be really important. Um, you know, trade show setup and teardown. Um, I think that would be a good task as well. Um, if the intern can travel, obviously, um, I think well, some like capturing content at that, those shows, sometimes yeah. you're just so busy as the marketer, you forget to even take pictures. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I think some like email copy, ad copy, like social media work. Um, mm -hmm. I think 
anything that you would give to a like a junior level like marketing coordinator, I think it's something that an intern can handle if you give them the right training. Exactly. And you don't have to hand them all those things on day one. You know, right. I think Andrew, like it was kind of a stair step, right? Like as you kind of learned new things, you got more and more like strategically involved tasks as you got, you know, the hands-on training. Um, it kind of happened gradually over time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, which I really appreciate too, just coming in. Um, because like you guys said, and, and like I I've kind of explained with my background, I, I didn't have a marketing background. Um, so especially in the beginning, like I think it was like the first like two weeks, it was just, you know here's some books that um, we think you should read. Like here's some courses, like the HubSpot, like uh, certifications, like what even is inbound marketing? Like that's been like mm-hmm. a big part, like demand generation. So just having that foundational knowledge and then, you know, starting to get the experience myself kind of one step at a time. Um, it's been a nice learning journey, I guess, from the beginning. And we paid you to do the learning, right? Like we didn't like, hey, Andrew, like learn, like, read all these books in your off time. Watch these videos in our time. We paid you to do that, right? Because we knew we had a, a year-long internship. So it's like, we're going to spend some time and some money up front with you to get you trained up so that the second half of your internship, you can be really impactful. So you kind of have to think about, you know, if, are you running a summer-long internship? It's probably going to be tough to get really good work out of an intern because you're going to spend a lot of that time training, right? So I, we like that structure of the one-year internship. If it works for your business, I think it's a great way to go about it because you can have someone with you for the long term. Um, otherwise, like you have to do a lot of work in the beginning, hiring the intern to find somebody with the right experience that you can plug in right away. And then at that point, it's like, is that really an internship? It kind of just sounds more like a job. So, yep. um, yeah. Oh, another thing I was thinking about, Aaron, I think I thought you made a good comment too about like content creation. I think about like you know who is in the intern world right now, right? Like Andrew's like just coming out of college or will be coming out of college soon. Right. So Gen Z, you know, on the phone, I, Andrew, I don't know like how prolific you are, like as content creating yourself, you know, meme creation, but it's like, man, like it could be an interesting way for you to like infuse some fresh ideas and creativity and thoughts into your content creation is get someone out there with a vertical phone and like start doing like TikTok style videos. Like I think it could really elevate your marketing to give someone some some latitude to do some creation, especially manufacturing when a lot of it's kind of dull and and dreary type content, like having some like snazzy, like nice looking fast paced videos uh, really could help you stand out from the, from the crowd. And it'd be a, it'd be kind of a waste of your resources to not lean on an intern that might have experience doing that. Yeah, that's a really good point. There are things that your intern is probably going to be more of an expert in than you are just with, you know, the stage of life that they're in. So that's a good, good point. Um, I did want to go back to skilling up and Andrew had said some things were really helpful and kind of like stair-stepping. What were some of those specific resources that were really helpful for you to learn about industrial marketing, Andrew? Yeah. So I have some of them in front of me right now. Yeah, I got, got my Gorilla book stack. Um, but I, I think two books uh, that definitely helped out were Obviously Awesome and uh, They Ask You Answer. I'm trying to get that out of my head. Um, those two books, I think just in terms of like inbound marketing um, and I guess foundational marketing knowledge, like obvi- Obviously Awesome and Positioning, um, I think that was a really good start to just kind of building that uh educational knowledge and marketing knowledge. 
Um, the HubSpot like inbound marketing course uh, was really good in the very beginning. Um, let's see, Refine Labs, um, and I forget like what their course thing is called, but also did some stuff with them. And then just the Gorilla team, like I asked a ton of questions at the beginning, especially like after reading those books. It's like, how do we use those uh, processes? Like, how do we think about those things like at Gorilla? So all that together um, really helped build, I think, a solid foundation to start. I would add it in there too. Like we uh, we had some specific like training class. Like we knew like we wanted to get Andrew skilled up on on paid media launch. So like we had him sit down with Kevin and Patrick, our performance marketers, to like work through how do you upload ads to LinkedIn, how do you publish them? You know, like that kind of technical stuff that's in the platform. Um, that yeah, just definitely. training and yeah, so like just dedicated training time as well. Yeah, I think shadowing was like the most impactful thing. For me, when I was an intern, too, um, I'm curious. This is a question for anybody. Like, what types of resources are helpful when you're trying to learn about a company? So, like, either you're an intern, you're starting, or even if you're just a marketer, you're starting a new job, you're trying to learn this industrial business. Like, what's really helped you in the past? Um, just for this internship, uh, like what you said, Aaron, uh, shadowing, just being a fly on the wall, like in client meetings, uh, in department meetings, you know, any meetings in general, um, just really helped me get a feel for how we work, you know, how we work through problems, um, seeing the, like the EOS, uh, kind of operating system and how we do like L10 meetings. Um, that has been very cool. Um, and that was one thing, like I kind of dreaded coming into like an internship or just the business world is like, you always hear about like the meetings that just drag on forever and nothing gets done. And it's been cool to see how we get stuff done in those meetings. Um, so a lot of that just, just helped me learn about Gorilla just from observation. Yeah, I, I think for me, doing like your own, like, you know, we kind of talked about in like a recent IML, like doing desk research. I think you could do the same thing for your company, right? Like, read the content on the website is a good place to start. And then, you know, start looking for like associations and like groups that are around your industry and read some of that. Like don't read all of it. There's a lot of content, but, you know, try to find like the most popular pieces so you can just at least start picking up the language. Um, I think this is actually a great place to start using a tool like ChatGPT as well. Like I've had a lot of conversations with the AI tool to like talk about like the, the specific industries and like what problems do the specific job titles in this industry have right and like it's helped me with like just doing like general research for my client and understanding their businesses more um you know because it's pulling in from a lot of like you know it's old it's a little older but you know 2021 is not that long ago so just asking uh the ai questions about those industries and like just having a conversation there but then being okay with kind of looking a little dumb and asking questions and just asking constant questions and um you know from from both like engineers and operations and like people in the leadership team um especially like as a young marketer coming into a manufacturing or any company like just asking those questions i think is super important for you to like just get a really good feel for for the business um and then if you can like talk to customers talk to people to trade show so it's a lot of just like putting your ego and being maybe humble and just asking questions i think yeah. And I think that's something that's so easy to do when you're an intern, right? Because you have like permission. You're yeah. the intern. People don't expect you to know anything. But I think that's where like, uh, even as a full-time employee, it's always benefited me to think like an intern and have that same like energy and like 
you know, desire to learn, just, just be okay with saying like, Hey, I don't know this. Can I watch you do this? Or like, you're really good at doing this. Can I like, you know, look over your shoulder while you work on it? So Andrew, think, you did a really cool thing when you started here over the summertime to like learn the gorilla business. You want to just like talk through like what you did uh, to like skill yourself up really quickly on who gorilla was and you know, who your coworkers were. Yeah. So I, one of my first goals, like as part of the internship was just to meet everybody at the company. Um, and I also wanted to start posting on LinkedIn because uh, a lot of the people on the strategy team do. And I just kind of wanted to get involved and see how that would be like for me, like my experiences. Um, so I kind of took those two goals uh, and I kind of meshed them into one uh, called advice for the intern. It was a series I did on LinkedIn where I met with everybody at Gorilla one-on-one um, got to just meet people, like what people's hobbies were, you know, how de- then did they get into the, um, in, into Gorilla? Like what was their professional kind of background? It was just get, getting to know a bit about everybody. Um, but then also, um, at the end of each of those meetings, um, I asked people for advice, um, just kind of maybe for the writers. Like I asked, like, you know, what's, what are some pieces of, of advice that you would give, um, for improving my copywriting. Um, and then for the strategists, like how maybe do you think about certain problems? Um, so going through kind of each, you know, department and everybody in them and hearing what they have to say and what their perspective is on the work that they do um, was really cool. Um, and I got to see a lot of different perspectives on how people think about things. Um, so it, it was a really cool experience. That's definitely been a highlight of my internship. Yeah, that was awesome. And if you're not connected with Andrew on LinkedIn, you should go and look back and absorb all that great advice he put out there. Um, yeah, if I, if I go back in time, I wish I would have done that in my internship because I kind of just like sat in my cube and just did work. And I like never like tried to explore outside of that. So um, yeah, I thought that was really cool, Andrew. And I feel like, oh man, I had a missed opportunity when I was an intern. So any interns that are listening to this, go talk to people. Or even if you're not an intern and you're just starting a new yeah. job somewhere. Like we've had a lot of new gorillas start doing that too. Yeah. Um, might have started a trend, Andrew. <laughs> it works. <laughs> it's yeah. fun. Um, one thing I want to talk about to kind of like close out our conversation is setting your intern and yourself up for success. It's something Andrew kind of talked about a little bit earlier when he got on a soapbox. But I want to ask you, Brendan, as a manager probably one of the most important things you did to set yourself up success for success was to make a good hire and pick the right yeah. person in it. So what types of qualities should folks be looking for in a strong intern candidate? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So uh, the first thing I was not looking for was marketing experience. Like I knew going into it, I did not need somebody that was had a background in business or marketing. Like we could work with anybody that was interested in going into marketing. So I didn't need that experience. Um, what I was really looking for was someone that I thought could take initiative, um, and could work independently. You know, Gorilla is hundred percent remote. So this is a person that I could not baby or like watch over their shoulder, right? Like they need to be able to like take direction and just go with it and, and work. And then, you know, obviously like, and, and Andrew's been great about this, like coming back and asking questions, uh, if he needs it. Uh, to, you know, keep stuff moving forward. But he didn't need me to give him all the exact directions uh, to go and do stuff. And Andrew's actually taking a lot of initiative to go and find work for himself, um, which has been really great for us and great, I think, great for you too, Andrew, right? Like you kind of like been able to kind of set the program how you want to set it. So um, yeah, I was really looking for someone that wanted to take initiative, wanted to work hard. And then somebody that um, 
met all of our guerrilla core values, right? A, a big part of our hiring process, you know, we have a nice little like, you know, a questionnaire at the bottom of our applications. And we kind of just ask like, how do you exemplify guerrilla's core values? And so ha- like having that, that block of those questions in the hiring process really helped us to n- nail it down. I thought we had, you know, three really good candidates at the end and Andrew just kind of like made us feel really good about, about moving forward with him just from his background and his time in the laboratory. And then uh, just like how he presented himself on, on the call. So, um, and we had a couple of interviews too, right, Andrew? I think we had, what do we do? Two, two panel interviews, I think. Um, and yeah, then we mixed that sounds right. I sat on both of them and then um, we had a couple other gorillas that kind of came in and out to kind of get a good, good grasp on, everyone's thoughts. So it, it was a good process. Yeah. And I always just say like, yeah, I was not looking for marketing experience, really just looking for like, does this person live up to the Gorilla Core values? And can they work hard? And do they take initiative was what I was really looking for. And so Andrew, coming in without a marketing background, what kind of guidance and support do you think an intern needs to have in order to be successful? Yeah, I really appreciate how this internship has been structured and kind of what Brendan was getting at. I just, I don't think I would be as confident to explore different things if I was being micromanaged um, and just, you know, given like a certain set of things that I had to do and couldn't really explore out of those areas. Um, It's been really cool because I've kind of, you know, me and Brendan at the beginning kind of sat down and said like, you know, what do I want out of the internship, uh, Brennan kind of set out like, you know, what do we, uh, what are we looking for um, out of an intern in terms of the type of work um, and found common ground. Um, and I just got to explore different types and kind of take initiative. Um, and I really appreciate that because I've been learning a ton and I've been able to explore. Yeah, I think one thing that's helped us set the program up for success was uh, Aaron, you and me actually, I think it was like last November or last December, like set out like, what does the first 90 days look like for the intern? And then like, what are we, and then we kind of like built up that stair-step approach. Like then, you know, the next three months, what do we think could be added to the plate after we've done the training? And then, you know, for the last six months, what can we do uh, together with the intern to like really like make this thing impactful for both the company and for whoever the intern was going to be. So I think like, like setting up our expectations on this is the work that we want to get um, and put that into the job description. A, I think help. Andrew to understand like what he was getting into. Um, I helped it, it, it got us some really good candidates. And then it just gave us a roadmap to follow once we moved into, you know, after Andrew had been hired. And then the other thing that's been helpful, at least on my end, Andrew, please chime in. Um, but you know, Andrew still he's an employee of Gorilla, like he works for us. So he gets the same things that a normal employee would get from the manager, right? Regular one-on-ones. Uh early on, we were doing weekly, then we transitioned into bi-weekly one-on-ones. Andrew's getting a quarterly review, you know, like the kind of stuff that he would get if he was a full-time employee with Gorilla. So those are some of the things that I missed in my internship that I thought were a missed opportunity. I didn't have regular check-ins and then um, there was no like review period, right? So um, I didn't get that that great feedback from, from management. So I think like, like those kind of things um, worked really well. And then I didn't like hoard Andrew's time either. Like it was very much like, hey, I just, I'm, you know, overseeing the program, but go talk to Peyton, go talk to Aaron, go talk to Kevin, go talk to Patrick and learn the things you want to learn and get tasks from them as well. So, um, yeah, we, we were pretty open with 
where tasks came from, as long as it fell into like, you know, we talked, me and Andrew talked about like, you know, here's this class schedule, here's the hours that he has available to work. So whatever tasks are available, you know, people can kind of work with Andrew to figure out like, how do we get this stuff done? And it's been working out really well for us um, to kind of, and I think it's, Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong, but from my perspective, from if I was an intern, like having the opportunity to work with a couple different people would have been really helpful to like get a, just a taste from a lot of people. You probably gotten super bored if you're just talking to me all the time. So uh, I think some of those things have also helped us just have a lot of success with the program. And it, like, that's the stuff you would do with an employee too, right? Like there's probably a lot of companies out there that aren't doing those things for their full-time employees. You should be doing one-on-ones and you should be doing quarterly reviews and you should have a, a plan of action for how work gets done. Um, if you're not implement that, but implement that for your internship program too, especially because like Andrew's never worked in an office setting before, like in a, you know, an agency or, um, a lot of your interns probably haven't worked at a manufacturing company in-house. So kind of lay out those expectations and have regular touch points with them. It's pretty basic manager stuff. Yeah. And, and just to, oh, go ahead, Andrew. Sorry. Uh, yeah, just to, to add on to that, um, with the one-on-one meetings, um, I think those have been huge, um, and just. Cause like, I feel like sometimes, um, I just kind of get zoned into the work, um, and I can't really zoom out. And those one-on-one meetings were a great way to just kind of evaluate what I've been learning and how things are going kind of on a now bi-weekly basis. Um, so that's been really nice. And then just the mentorship I've been getting from Brendan, just like, you know, what are my career goals? Like, what do I want out of the next, you know, maybe a couple of years out of my career? Um, and then the different perspectives too, like meeting, uh, with Aaron, like you've taught me like a bunch of different, uh, processes. Um, and then Peyton with like IMS and IML and diving into those, I've been able to see like a lot of different perspectives on how you guys get your work done, uh, which has been really cool. Yeah. And I was going to add from the perspective of like the marketer, somebody who's managing this intern, it's also a good career development opportunity for you, especially if you've never managed somebody before. Um, Brendan, I know that was part of the reason you were interested in this program. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you were able to to grow in that way too? Yeah. Um, the opportunity was not there before the internship program, right? So, you know, I think, you know, as a, as somebody like getting into the mid part of their career, like having some management experience uh, was helpful. And it's like not something that you can get a lot of times in manufacturing, right? The budgets usually aren't there to have a second full-time person. Um, and if there is, that person usually reports to the same person that's your boss, right? Like maybe you can work it out, but um, if you are looking, if if you need the work done, if you have work to do and you want to develop that management skill set, I think an internship program is a great way to like start just dipping your toes in the water there. Um, it's pretty low stakes. Um, you can set your contract. So if it doesn't work out after a year, you part ways and you're good to go. Otherwise, like you've done a year's worth of interviewing with somebody. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a great experience for me, uh, to figure out what managing someone is like in a professional setting. Nice. Yeah. Any other closing thoughts about internships and the impact from either perspective, Andrew, Brendan? Um, I feel like we've kind of touched on a lot of the main points. Um, and just going back to that, that, uh, little rant I had, I just, I think it's super important to, you know, have your, if you're going to have an internship program, have them do meaningful work, have them see what the company is like, try to put them in the workflow somewhere so they can, you know, 
at least feel part of the process and see how everything works together. Um, and they'll love it. Um, you're, you know, they'll have a good view of your company, hopefully. Um, and I just think it, you know, it benefits everybody. I don't have anything to add. Um, I think this has been a great conversation. Um, would love for people to connect with Andrew if you have other questions. Connect with me if you have questions about implementing an internship program. Connect with Andrew about what that experience has been like. Or if you're an intern, talk to Andrew about his experience. Um, it's It's been... Uh, or if you're looking to get into an internship program, if for some reason you have found this podcast. Um, yeah. So, Andrew, where can where can people uh, reach out to you and, and, and connect with you? Yeah, definitely uh, LinkedIn. So just Andrew Hill um, at LinkedIn. I've been a lot more active there. Um, and it's been great uh, talking to people, meeting new people. Nice. And Andrew, since you've been working on the Industrial Marketing Summit, how would you give us the uh, the promo for it? Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, the Industrial Marketing Summit um, will be happening uh, late January, early February in Austin, Texas. Um, we'll have a lot of uh, great manufacturing marketers uh, coming out, uh, some good guest speakers um, that have been involved in IML in the past, some of them, um, a good variety, um, all experts in their field. Um, so look forward to it and uh, join us in Austin. Andrew, is there any, um, is there any um, sessions that you're most looking forward to? Um, definitely uh, MJ and Mary. Um, I just, I really like their LinkedIn content, um, and have seen some of their, um, like webinar content as well. Uh, so just looking forward to what they have to say. Yeah. So MJ is going to be talking about the transformative power of product marketing. And then Mary is going to be talking about marketing and sales alignment strategy, strategy that just might work. Um, always love hearing from those two. It's going to be a good time, uh, for more information and to register, uh, go to industrialmarketingsummit.com. Tickets are still available. Um, and like Andrew said, it is happening at the end of January. So January 31st to February 2nd in Austin, Texas. So it should hopefully be slightly warmer than where everybody else is. It's coming from the Midwest and all over the States. Uh, and there's going to be beer and barbecue. So stay less. <laughs> And of course, as always, um, Industrial Marketing Live is our live internet uh, show that yeah. made me sound so old, but it's the first and third Thursday of every month at 10 a.m. Central Time. That community also has a Slack where we just talk and share jokes and advice and have fun. Um, so if you want to join either of those, uh, message me, Brendan, Andrew, anybody can get you added to Slack. Um, and you can join Industrial Marketing Live at industrialmarketinglive.com. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, we are getting ready to start hiring for a 2024 intern. So that person will start in June of 2024. Uh, hopefully, we'll figure out a way to keep Andrew a gorilla. Otherwise, he'll be going off probably somewhere in-house. Um so we're, we're looking forward to seeing how that plays out. But yeah, we're looking for the next year's intern. So if you are a uh, sophomore or a junior in college right now, please reach out to us. Um, I think those applications, the job descriptions live on the Gorilla website uh, or reach out to any three of us and we will get you the link to that. And we're going to probably start doing some interviews after the Christmas holiday. Thanks, everyone. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me. 